And then, yeah, after that, I come off the stage and I, that, I've never felt so like deflated in my life. I felt so bad, so, so bad afterwards. Crazy. The way I first started, it was such a mess. We, <laughs> the best, and behind the scenes, they came up. <laughs> Moments that I can't explain No choice but to call it fate Gotta put my all in This is our calling Yeah, after that I was just like It is where it is Like When we found out we was going through to the live shows I said to Taylor We need a semi-final song And we need a final song Send it off to ITV now And it's coming closer to the time and they thought we could do something a bit more upbeat. So last minute, I've had to change the music. I have to I had to change the rap. They say in life, save the best till last. Flash, like just literally, like, you know, like in a movie where you just get like a bunch of flashbacks at one time. It was like that, like it's like life just flashed before my eyes. Everything I've been through, everything, everything I've done is just musically, you know, just growing up. Everything just flashed before, flickering before my eyes, flickering before my eyes. And it was just such a mo an emotional time um, because it's like, wow, like, dreams are starting to become reality. Flint, Alicia Dixon once asked you who you look up to and you replied, your father. Yeah. So I think my first question to you is, what was your childhood like? Um, see, growing up, it was, to be fair, I had a pretty good childhood growing up, you know. Mum and dad, live with mum and dad, they're still together. Um, it was just kind of me, like, being outside, inside, at the home. I was like, you know, good. You know, mum and dad there, I was good. But it's that outside, it's when I step outside, it's like kind of different. And I and I act different. And I was with, um just like following random, just following, not random people, following people. I thought were friends. Um, just trying to be somebody I'm not. And that led to me just getting in loads of trouble when I'm out of the home. What sort of age was this? Oh, um, I say it started a lot more in high school. So from about 11, 11 to 16. Um, in school, in primary school, I, I, I was, to be fair, I, I, I used to go up to like senior Nissa primary school. I used to go to like the corner shop and I used to steal for the corner shop and things like that, primary. Um, yeah, I just did stupid things in primary school as well, like flooded the toilets. Um, she's sticking like loads of tissue down the sink and then putting the sink on and just literally flooding the toilets. I got excluded for that in primary school, which to this day I didn't know you can get excluded from primary school, but I did it. Um, and yeah, it's just, just things, yeah. Kind of all lessons that just I learned made me who I am now, really. What sort of trouble were you getting into? It was like, um, so like stealing from shops. Like just yeah, stealing from the shops, like, but it weren't like the not like your Primark and I just literally just the corner shop, like going stealing. Um, or like secondary, I used to do it as well. Used to, there's like two other guys I went with, um, used to go steal from the shop, like literally stuff our bag with so much like sweets, drinks, and then go to school and sell them. And like literally, I mean, technically, it was like profit we'd always made anyway because you know, we got <laughs> we just took them. So, but yeah, literally going around, um, doing that. And then, um, you know, just getting in trouble, getting a bit of fights. Um, <clears throat> in school, 
Uh, yeah, in school, getting in a lot of fights. Um, yeah, it's kind of things like that, really. Did you ever get caught for your stealing? Um, there was a time when I think we did. I, well, yeah, the answer to the question, yeah, we did. Um, but I can't remember. It was like, it was in school and I think they called up the school or something and because they saw in the cameras that, you know, because the, the shop was not far from the school. So they saw and then they sent the school the footage and then they obviously picked out who it was, like the people who it was, I was in it. Um, and they was going to get the police involved. Um, and then like things just happened. I think it just kind of got talked over and we just had like a punishment. It was literally in like, isolation, um, which is just a place where, you know, you just in a room kind of thing, doing work all day. You don't get to like, you lose the privilege of like going out to play with your friends and stuff like that. It's more just like in there, they give you like, you go you go to your lunch, they take you to lunch, get your food, you come back and that's it. Um, I was there for like about a week, week and a half. Um, I'd had to pay a fine as well. Uh, yeah. Did you change after that or did you keep doing it? Um, no, I changed. I stopped that. Really? To be fair, I stopped this, the, the, that bit. I, I stopped. Mm. But um, still getting still getting in like fights and stuff in school. Just over stupid things, really. Like I just had a short fuse and, you know, I just, just thought I was bigger than what I was, really. What were your parents like? Um, to be fair, they've always supported. They've always been supportive no matter what I do. Um, and they, to be fair, they was very like, they got to a point where that like, they was very disappointed because really? yeah they 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 know what I'm capable of doing and um I just wasn't like performing up to standard really I was just doing a lot of stupid things and they said that you know I'm better than that I know right from wrong but I'm still choosing to to do wrong and yeah there they was a lot of dis very disappointed in me at the time did did you have the potential to be academic or were you academic um to a degree, yes. I like to say I I learn differently to other people. I'm uh, for me, I'm 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 a very quick learner. But if you sitting down listening, I've always been like this since a kid. And I've I've kind of learned about it more now. Like when I was a kid, just sitting down listening to a teacher talk and saying, do this. And I, I never paid attention. I always got distracted. From primary school, I remember um same thing happened. I used to get distracted, I used to fiddle with everything. So they had to give me blue tack to kind of keep my focus and just because I used to get so distracted I, just, I used to get bored and just zone out high school was the same thing I used to zone out like I could do the work I just zone out I, I couldn't stand there I would sit there and listen to a teacher talk for just for so long about okay da -da -da -da, this is what you got to do this this and you got to write this down and you know I, I couldn't do it like I just get bored literally zone out college I went when I went to college same thing, like I used to I used to fall asleep in the class because I was that like I was just zoned out, I was bored. And it got to the point where they thought I wasn't gonna pass, but I actually passed with like good colours, the flying colours really. And it's cause I know it, like once I know something as well, it's just I get bored. And it's just more of a thing like you show me if you show me something one time, and I'm more of a practical learner. So like you show me something one time and just like that, I re I retain it very, very fast. Um, where it's like sometimes you got to show other people like it a few times. But I just I got that thing where you just one time you show it to me and that's it. And I don't think in school they cater for uh, what's it called a kinesthetic learner because that's why I, I that's what I've kind of learned. I am the kinesthetic learner, and I don't think in school they cater for that. So that's why I got bored really.
So music, when did that become a thing of your life? Um, to be fair, I've always listened to music, always loved music. But when I started making music was 17. Really? Late? Yeah, at, at 17, yeah. That's um, quite late for yeah, most it is, people, isn't it? It is, yeah. it is quite late. So <clears throat> a lot of people are, when they, when they like, want to do music, they, they've done it from the age of three, like, I, like playing pianos or singing or guitar, learning the instrument from such a young age. And that's something they've always wanted to do. Kind of for me, it just kind of fell into fell into me. I call it like God's gift because I it just just happened. Um, but I've always loved music. Like you catch me anywhere around school, I'm always got earphones in, always listening to music. Remember my last years, my last years, um, because I listened to Apple Music. So my last years Apple Music rap it was like fifty eight thousand hours of music listened for the year. And so yeah, all I do is listen to music. Um, yeah, that's where it comes, just to express myself. That's why I started doing it. Did it help you get away from sort of a troubled path that you could have been going down or had you already changed at this point? Um, at that point, I actually I actually started to change. I started because at that point I left school. I left um, I left high school. Um, so it was like I'm not around certain people anymore. Um, it's like more of like, because when you leave school, you don't exactly chat to everybody anymore. So it's like I'm not in that environment and I don't have to react to things because I could keep myself to myself. And at that point, I just started. That's when I kind of started. Um, so yeah, really. So in 2022, am I right? You went on Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, yeah. Um, first time you'd ever met Taylor, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. So how did, obviously you explained on Britain's Got Talent, but how did you two meet? So initially we met um, on Instagram. So I was doing, when it was lockdown times, everyone was doing the open mics on, um, on yeah, everyone was doing the open mics on Instagram. So I decided, oh, you know, it was, I can't remember if it was a Friday. I was like, why not? Let's do it. How so did I, you find him? Um, he literally come on to my open mic. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So on my on my Instagram live, he come on and he just introduced himself. So yeah, he's Taylor from Birmingham. And like, you know, he plays piano and he was just playing. But he weren't, it wasn't like, Classical things, it was like um, raps, rap, rap stuff he was playing, but like just on the piano. And I thought he was like so cold. So me and him then connected, followed each other, and we stayed connected like that. So anytime there was like an open mic and I went on, like sometimes he would be hosting the open mic um, and he'd be like, oh yeah, I know Flitz, I know what Flitz is about, and vice versa. And um, we just stayed connected and always supported each other throughout socials, but we never actually met that's like two years from the first lockdown to britain's got talent how hadn't you met you know because he's so far and i'm i'm literally he's literally so far i've never at that point i've actually i've never been up to Birmingham. i've never been out of out of london really? in that sense in the uk to be like Birmingham or manchester i've never been those sides before so and and, and i have a, I have a thing of like if i don't need to be in an area then i don't need to go um, so yeah, we just we just never met. We never even chat at FaceTime like that. It was more just like <laughs> DM that we'll chat every now and then. You'll be like, yo, well, what are you working on now? On on the same thing, like, but what are you working on? And yeah, that's that's it. Just staying connected, really supporting each other. So I guess I guess it was 2021 when you applied for Britain's Got Talent. It was actually 2020. Really? Yeah. So I actually applied in 2020. You applied. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I applied in 2020. Did he know? No, so oh. he, uh, he 
how the duo came about was literally, it was all a happy accident, but it all ties in. Um, so in 20, yeah, 2020, I applied and I didn't hear nothing back. And I remember it because I come from a football game and it was the day before my birthday. And I went in, I did my thing. I was like, cool. Didn't hear nothing back from them. Um, 2021 because the show would have been in 2021 that I applied for and oh, um, okay. yeah and um, so it was pushed back a year. yeah it was oh, pushed okay. back and I didn't know and then I found out oh it, the show was cancelled because of COVID so I was like oh fair enough so I guess it just I'm a firm believe like you know if it's not your time it's not your time so I thought okay it's not my time so I was at work now I was just like just randomly thinking just having my random thoughts and I said, I haven't heard from Britain's Got Talent like for a minute. And then I decided, let me just check my emails at work. And I checked it. And long and behold, the, first, that, the email that was at the top was Britain's Got Talent. And it said, oh, we've seen your videos. It was, it was November 2021. Uh, it said, we've seen your videos and we really like them. And we want to see what else you could do. And we want to invite you to the judges' auditions. So I was like, oh, wow. So I literally called my mom quick. I went out, I went out the lab. Call my mum quickly. I was like, Mum, like, I just got the email back from Boys Got Talent. They want me to come on the judges' auditions. She's like, Really? I said, Yeah. And she's like, Oh, congratulations. So I went through the whole process now. And this um, was just you at this This is just me. Yeah, yeah literally yeah. just me. Um, so went through the whole process. They had to send them. They wanted to see a little bit more of what I could do. So I was rapping on like fast instrumentals, slow instrumentals, contemporary, so they can see like, different styles I'm able to do. They all liked it. They still they still loved it. They was like, yeah, you're, like, you're so good. Um, then I had a song. So now it's coming on time to like, it's coming on January time now. So it's coming on time, near time to, it's where they start filming um, for the auditions. And this, my audition was the 25th of January. 2022. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, 2022. Yeah, yeah. 25th of January. When's the live shows? Live, so live shows is in June. June, okay. And they, the auditions don't get aired till April. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So I had, um, it was, yeah, we're looking for, so I had my track sorted. I showed, showed them the track. Um, I had to do a lot of like press things beforehand in terms of like, there was like, um, is there anything that you don't want the press to talk about or just literally back end stuff. Really? Make, yeah, making sure I had to do a whole mental health like check medical, um, all of that um, beforehand. Yeah. This is uh, similar to what Love Island because when yeah, Josh he, came on last week, he, he told us how yeah, they, he, they had to go through a full screening process. So it must be an ITV. Yeah, yeah, thing. ITV. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they will make sure everything, like, you know, every, you're, you're, you know how to handle. They ask questions about, um, like, with social media, how do you, um, how would you handle certain things? Um, literally just to, 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 to gauge if, like, you know, you're, it's you kind of ready to go. Um, so anyways, all cleared. Um, and now it's the, we're just, now we're looking for a pianist because I needed to find a pianist who's going to do a stripped back version of my song, um, Change, which is like out on all platforms. Make sure you go stream. Did they tell you to um, get a pianist? No, like we wouldn't, I wanted to get one. Sure. So they said, okay, they've, they've got some people, but I don't think they was available at the time. So time's ticking down, time's ticking down, and I'm getting worried. I'm like, oh, like, what am I going to do if I, if I don't find a pianist? Um, 
they was like, no, I'd be fine. So you hadn't thought of Taylor at this point? At, at this point, at this point, <laughs> at this point, no. That's gutting. And then <laughs> time was going on and I was like, oh, like, I know a pianist. Like, <clears> I, I knew, I know one. But he doesn't live, like, yeah, yeah. local. He lives far. So this was, so it was about, I messaged Taylor on the Thursday. So it was a few days before I told them that, yo, I know a pianist. But he just doesn't live. He's not local. He's from Birmingham. There was like, oh, send his like Instagram, send some of his videos. We want to see what like what he does, like what he's, what he could do. Sent them. They liked it. It was like, yeah, cool. Um, then there was like, oh, for me to no, basically I messaged him then. So they was happy. They was happy with everything. And then I messaged him. I messaged Taylor on the Thursday, and my audition was Tuesday. I said, bro. Can't tell nobody this, but I need you to make three piano tracks for me. Um, because I'm going on I'm going on Britain's Got Talent and yo, I want you to come play uh piano in the back for me. He was like, bruh. I said, okay, cool. In that 50 minutes, I got a video of him on Instagram. He literally sent me him playing like a piano piece already. I was like, bruh, I said, bro, you're rapid, rapid. So then that evening, I've gone home now. I've then, he's then sent over three tracks, three piano tracks, like tracks. So then I've sent it over to the producers for the Got Talent and they was happy and we picked one and I was like, yeah, this is the one, like, this, this is the one. They was like, cool. And then they said, what's his like number, email, everything. And he gave it to them and they contacted him, sent him down. Like, I didn't know they was going to pay for his ticket to come down. They paid? Yeah, they paid for his train ticket to come down and everything. They pay for yours? Um, no, because I'm London. Okay. I'm but London, they do so. pay for travel. Oh, yeah. If you're coming out of London, they pay for really? travel. Yeah. And I didn't know because I've never done TV before. No. So I didn't know. Like, I wouldn't have thought they would. I'd see, I didn't, I wouldn't have thought that either. So naturally, I was, that's why I said, yeah. oh, he's like far, he's not. But yeah, I didn't know TV budget that like they do that. Yeah, um, imagine which, how many people are there as exactly, well. Exactly, which is six. And I think I don't think they do it for everybody. I think they do it. He they did it because they needed him. Is a yeah yeah needed him and he's a part of my part of my act. Um, like he's meant to be contributing. And yeah, so it, all then it was still like <clears throat> under the process of Taylor is in the Taylor's just playing piano in the back contributing and it's just like flints. Um, and then. Yeah, we spent, we met on the day and that was that, yeah, literally. Where did you day. meet? In like the queue outside or? No, nah, so funny, it was like me and my brother, we went into the hall that we was, that we was. Um, is that the signing. Palladium, right? Yeah, yeah Palladium. Yeah, yeah. So we went, there was a place you, you walk in and then there's like a, I call it a reception, where you kind of like check yourself in. Get and, your famous number. No, what, they didn't give a number actually. Oh, not this year? No, oh, no. Okay. So um that might be X Factor. No, I think sometimes on yeah, talent they do. Uh, yeah. I think I think that maybe that's for open auditions or maybe that's before. I don't oh, know. Oh, is this not an now. open audition? No, I think they got some. I don't know. But it wasn't it was this one when I because obviously I knew I was going in it. So some yeah. people some people come on the day. Maybe some they have people, walk in yeah, ones yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know how they work with the, the numbers. I don't think they do the numbers anymore. Right. I don't know. But um it was a... Uh, yeah, it was crazy. Uh so he, we've gone into check-in now and make sure all the details are right on the sheets because we ha I had to fill out a whole form and stuff. Um, so I had to make sure everything's right. Had my passport, everything. So then come out now and then Taylor's like, Taylor's called me. He's like, hey bro, where are you? 
I said, oh, you're coming out. And then we see him walking in the hall, like coming in and we're going out. So we've now walked towards each other. And then that's how we, that's how we met. I was like, yo, bro, what are you saying? I literally, from the moment we met, it was vibes, one awkward and nothing. You're both with your parents? No, it was just um, because of the because of the COVID restriction kind of things at the time, you can only bring certain amount of people. Mashi, tell a lie, tell a lie. My parents did come. My parents did come. They were in the audience. Yeah, 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 yeah. they did come. But they came later. They came a little bit later. Right. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, they were sitting in the audience. So they come a little bit later. And we had to do, because we had to come early to do the, we had to literally be there from about nine o'clock in the morning so we could do the whole um, run through, the whole setting yourself up, the the filming, everything. Well, did you film before the performance? Because you might not have got through. Yeah, so everyone films, everyone has like a, they have a, um, a VT, they film everybody. So like if you get through or not, if your if your thing gets straight, everyone has to film a VT. So I it was literally just me. So I had to go do everything, like film, everything like that from nine o'clock. And then we got called for a run through. Um, but I won't even I wouldn't even call it a rehearsal. It was more just like a all right, yeah, run through one time, that was it. That was literally we we we've never practiced the song together, anything. It was just like one time. That was it. But at one time we did it, we made the executive producer cry. Uh, um, so we was just, we was like, all right, cool. Sick. That's the way to go, yeah. Sick, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I read something that said only about six to ten acts actually perform in front of the judges on a day. Is this the case or? Um, I'm not too sure, you know. I don't think so. Like, a, a, lot, of, a lot of acts... Well, when we was there anyway, we was there from literally nine till about 12 at night. Really? It also said this article that there's like, there's six audition processes on the day. Like you'll do it in front of some people and then you'll go to another stage and another part and another part. And then you get the, the judges. Yeah, so they have, so they have the, so on the actual, the judges audition date is completely different to the initial stage. But right. there is, there, there are, um, it's not so when you apply it's not straight away to the judges auditions they have something they call the producer auditions yeah yeah so I I had that's something I went to do first initially on a different day on a diff so when I initially applied in 2020 when I went when I went to perform it was in front of the producers right so they do the producers auditions and then they do I think they, they film it and then they work out okay cool who they want for the next stage and the next stage. I was lucky enough that I don't, I, they must have seen my videos or whatever. And then they've said to me on the email that they want me to come audition in front of the judge. But when, but usually it's a um, producer stage and then you get the one stage and then you get another stage. I think there's three stages before you actually get to the judge's auditions. And then the judge's auditions, you get there, but not, everyone is televised. Okay. So you'll get to, you may well get to the judges audition and perform in the judges, but you might not be televised. Really? So they say, they literally say, don't say anything because your audition may not be televised. You're guaranteed, obviously, if you get a golden, guaranteed televised, yeah, but yeah. you still can't, still got to keep it quiet. But yeah, that's how, that's how the process works. So you mentioned that's the process. Yeah. Wouldn't 
is Britain's Got Talent, you'd think it would be just good acts getting put to the judges' yeah. place then. It feels yeah. a bit harsh on the ones who are shit and the producers know are shit, but are using them for... Yeah, to make the show a little bit... Yeah. It is, it is, um, it is yeah, a tough watch, to be fair, sometimes. Like, I've... Do you reckon they know, like, these bad acts that they're only oh, going yeah. on to be oh, 100%. a joke? 100%. 100%. They call them, um... What do they call them? Because one guy that was on the finals with us, he, uh... He, I think they're called gag acts or something like that. But, like, he was one of the... He, the guy that was in the semi-finals with us, uh, what's his name? Ah, uh, he's such a nice guy. Like, a di- the dinosaur... I forgot his name. Dino... Not Dino, Dan. Guy who dresses up. Yeah, but like he had the dinosaurs I, with him. I remember. I don't know um, his name, but yeah. But he was. He said to what he like. He was a a, a gag gag act, and like, I accidentally ended up. Just yeah. Then <laughs> he said he didn't even think he was gonna get that far, but like he's just enjoying every moment. But like they do have them the acts that they um put in just to make things a little bit funny, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. It, it was probably David Walliams Golden Buzzer knowing. Just a quick one, could you do me a favour and just hit subscribe? Let me tell you why. Over the next three weeks, we're going to invite up to 20 people in to watch the online disrupt in person. And as I sit here now, I have just got confirmation of one of the guests. I don't know if you can see this. Mr. Lineker is coming on the podcast. Hopefully a side that you will never have seen before. No, I actually wasn't. What year? What was? Which one was his? I can't. Ah, oh, I can't remember. So he always has really funny ones. That it wasn't the choir, was it? The um, this is me, or was that another year? No, born to perform. Born to perform was his his yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shout! Out. I love them. Born to perform, such amazing people. How did they well. go on and do? Uh they did well. They got to the. I think they got to the. No, they got to the semis. Oh, okay. they got to the semis. Um, but they did so well. So proud of them. So Anton Deck, yeah. they always there or yeah, they yeah. Just so put Anton, in? Anton Deck are they're there. So when we have the days of like um rehearsal days, um where we're going to just practice and stuff, like they're there. Really? So we'll do like a a normal rehearsal, um, and then we'll do like a dress dress rehearsal, like a dress run. On the how, palladium. Um no, nah, this is in the, this is in the lives. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Are they there in the audition? On the audition? No, I'm not. So they're there when before you go on stage. So before you go on stage, they're there. But, but that's the only time. The, you yeah, see that's them. the only time we see them. Um, and that's that's about it. And then I think they they have their little dressing room elsewhere. But that's the lich. That's the only time you'll see them uh, on audition day is before you go out. So when you filmed your bit to the music, express yourself before. Mm. Was that done before? Or was that done after? That so that funny enough was done after because how Taylor wasn't like Taylor wasn't meant to be a part of the act. So before we went on, producer kind of messed up and asked Taylor if he wanted a microphone and to talk to the judges. So Taylor said, oh, "Yeah, obviously we don't know. Like contributor is not is not supposed to say anything." That's all he was a contributor. He was literally all he was was a contributor. Um, you didn't even know your name, really, did you? Like, no, we did. We literally, <laughs> like, you can literally see when they ask us and your names are. Literally, we froze on the spot, uh, and no. <laughs> we just said, uh, "Flint and Taylor." That's we literally said that because we was like, uh, like, "What's happening?" Kind of thing. 
It just the first thing that cut to my was just Flitz and Taylor. I think we both had that same thought and we said it at the same time. Um, and then yeah, that's that's how it happened. So we had to. So I did all my VTs beforehand, like from the morning. I spent all day doing my VTs, all day filming, all day like being in the mixing in the crowd and stuff. And then we had to. So when we got the golden buzzer and stuff, now we've then had to. The, the whole producers were like, oh, what's going on? There was all, I got told that there was, everyone's panicking behind the stage, panicking because that's not, that wasn't meant to happen because it just wasn't meant to happen. And um, if, if we didn't get the golden buzzer, that audition wouldn't, our audition wouldn't have been aired. Do you not think? No, I got told like literally if we got, for one of the producers, if we got, if we didn't get the golden buzzer, our audition wouldn't have been aired because it wasn't meant, it wasn't like Taylor wasn't part of it. So they would have had to like change it up. But um, see, like, it was it worked out for the best, man. I believe, like right now, we're in such a mad place, good place. And uh, to be fair, it's nice to share that experience with somebody as well, instead of going through it all alone. There was a former an article came out from a former Britain's Got Talent contestant who claims that the show is partially fake. Apparently, the audience and producers know when the golden buzzer is going to be pressed. Do you think that's the case? But then on this occasion, I I don't think so. You do know. not. No. I don't, I don't think so. Um, we just kept manifesting, like we just we kept manifesting, manifesting, and talking things into existence. I don't I don't believe that it is rigged. I don't think, I don't think the judges know because I don't think they know. They all they know is they have a paper and they know the acts' names and what they might be doing. Um, but that's about it. I wouldn't say it's like rigged in terms of like they know who's gonna get the buzzer and who's not. Um, I mean, from my experience anyway, I didn't think so. I just kind of rolled with everything. So then Alicia does say they save the best till last. Yeah. Um, they say in life, save the best till last. And then she presses that buzzer. Yeah. What goes through your mind? Um, flash, like just literally, like, you know, like in a movie where you just get like a whole bunch of flashbacks at one time. It was like that, like it's like life just flashed before my eyes. Like everything, um, everything I've been through, everything, everything I've done is just musically, you know, just growing up. Everything just flashed before, flickering before my eyes, flickering before my eyes. And it was just such a mo an emotional time um, because it's like, wow, like dreams are starting to become reality. And, you know, once you, and I, and I know when you get that golden buzz, it's such a big thing on that show. And like, you will always like, we will always be known as that, that, the guys that got that golden buzzer from Alicia. And I feel like we've made such a mad impact on that show last year as well, which is such a big thing. You don't think if you hadn't got that golden buzzer that you'd end up in the live shows? To be fair, I reckon, I reckon we would. I reckon we would. So why wouldn't they televise the audition? Because, so they wouldn't televise the audition because Taylor wasn't part of the act initially. So we've all had to, I've had to like do a contestant form fill out a form as a contestant. But he hadn't. He hadn't. He had to fill out a contributor form. So a contributor form and a contestant form is different. So he may well have been with me throughout my journey, um, depending on how I wanted to, depending on how I wanted to take it. If I wanted to like put beat, like a, like a beat in or keep it stripped back, he may well have been with me as my pianist throughout the whole of the show. Um, if I wanted to keep it with me throughout the whole of the show, um, so that's why they wouldn't have that. That's why they wouldn't have initially aired the the audition if we didn't get the golden buzzer.
So you do get it. You go yeah. through. What happens after that? Oh, after that, it's mad. It's that, months, isn't it? It's months and, and months apart. So and you, you have to keep it secret? Yeah. Can't say nothing to nobody. Um, to be fair, I did tell, obviously, family was there. I did tell, I did tell like, my really good friends, close friends. Um, that's about it. Other than that, you got to kind of walk around. Normally, like, walk around just being like, yeah. For like three, four months. Three, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a long t- period of time. Walk around normally. Go about your business normally. Or just sitting there thinking, yeah. Like, if you don't knew what I just accomplished or knew what I just did or like, you know, it's, it'd be crazy. But you got to kind of go through it. And I think the more you think about it, the slow, like at the start, we was thinking about it a lot. Like, oh, can't wait till it get aired. Can't wait till it gets aired. Can't wait. And But the more you think about it at the start, the slower the time goes. And eventually you start yeah, just yeah. like, all right, cool. This is this is it. You keep going. And it goes further. Then it and gets then, quicker. And, yeah. yeah. And then in, the, in that process now, within that time frame of, um, you film the audition to the live shows, or I say when the when the auditions start to air in April, you then are working on your semi-final performance, semi-final and final performance. Um, it starts off a semi-final, so you got there's a lot of like medicals, a lot of paperwork, a lot of a lot of things to 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 do back end. Um, you got to do yeah psych evaluation, everything. A lot of like a lot of that uh, mental health stuff before, um, and then they do the filming for the VT. So for the semi-final VT, they 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 make a plan. You meet up with the team, and then they start. They doing the filming, doing the filming for you, uh, for your VT. So you'll probably spend like a good few hours um, filming for that, and then that's kind of then you then it's more of. Um, going to the studio and then kind of taking your idea and recording it. And then it's rehearsals, 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 um, vocal warm-up, vocal stuff, vocal coaching and rehearsals to the, to the live shows. If you hadn't <clears throat> got the golden buzzer, when would you have found out if you were going live shows or not? Do you know? Um... It would have been a few, so the people that, so you would have found out, I think, before the, before the auditions air, I think a few, um, I think it's in February or something, they decide, February or March. They At least decide. you know quite quick. Yeah, <laughs> you knew yeah. on the day. I knew, I, knew, I knew on the day we was going, so I could prepare. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they, they tend to know way in advance, so they, have, they do have just as, just as much time to prepare for semi-finals if they get through who decides is it the judges yeah the judges yeah, is it decide. the one where they like put squares down and it's like you're going to or is that X Factor oh that's X Factor right how do they decide um I think it's just amongst so amongst them they actually film the process as well so okay they go through the process of how they how they decide so they they have a board of pitches actually no it is like a no it is a table of pitches and then they go through and then they kind of like watch back their auditions, watch back the auditions. That's a long process. Yeah, so I think it takes a few days. <laughs> they watch back the auditions and then they start like, I guess, shortlisting who they want. You got the, obviously, five golden buzzers on, oh, on, yeah, on five, the board yeah, already. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of revisit the performances as well. 
Um, and then they start putting up who they want in the in the semis. And then they start, I think they do start doing the calls. So I think they start doing the calls and that. Did you have a gut feeling you were gonna get that golden buzzer? It's a weird, it's a weird story. I actually had a dream about it literally the night before. Um, it's one of them ones. I'm, I'm, I'm a very spiritual, like religious person. My house was very religious. And I, I had this dream. Taylor manifest. Taylor literally said, in he has a video of him in his um room before the day before with the date and everything on the screen that we're gonna get the golden buzzer from Alicia and I'll, I'll just pray like it all goes well. Was she the only one left? Or um, we didn't know at the time she oh, okay. was the only one left. Oh, okay. So I, and I had a dream that that night before that we got the golden buzzer from Alicia, but I didn't know that she was the last one left. Um, because I was watching throughout the the social media of um Britain's Got Talent and seeing like oh, okay someone's got a golden buzzer two it was two in one day I was like okay cool, but we didn't know who the last golden buzzer was, and when we got there we asked them they was like oh yeah there's one golden buzzer left it was like oh who is it it said Alicia it was like okay so literally anyone anytime anyone went to perform we was asking to see oh did she push the golden buzzer it's like nah nah nah. So it was like, okay, cool. Like, we was literally psyching ourselves up all day. Like, we got to go for gold, go for gold. No, no matter what happens, we just all in. And yeah, it turned out like both of our things just come true. It's crazy. So then the live shows come around. Yeah. Um, how does it work? Is it, it's every day, isn't it? For a week or? Yeah, it's it, every day for a week. And the finals is the Sunday. Yeah. Which day were you on? Do you remember? I was on a Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. How many acts a night? It's about, oh, I think it's six. Sure. It's, wait, no. Eight. Eight. Eight acts. Eight acts a night. Um, yeah, it's four. Yeah. How did you get yourself ready? Honestly, just talking. <laughs> just really. Really just bantering. Were you nervous? Having fun. No, I was so, because I was, so for the semi-finals, I was so confident in the song. Like, yeah, it I was could a do brilliant the song, song with my eyes closed. Thank you. It was. It was brilliant. Thank you, man. We'll talk about the final yeah. song in a minute. Oh, I hate that. Oh, <laughs> oh God. We'll talk about what. Yeah. But the, that semi-final was killer. Thank like, you, man. Thank brilliant. you. Yeah, and no, it was uh, probably the best, I would say probably the best performance I've done in my whole like, career performing. Um, I, I enjoyed that so much. Like, I, Taylor and I left that stage and we said, there's nothing else we could have done. And I think we, we literally put our all into that performance. There was a point that I was meant to turn around and kind of look at the camera when the camera was going around me. But I was so zoned into what I was doing, I forgot. And I kind of remember near the end, so I kind of turned around like, so this, everyone's here. And I've just turned around kind of here where the camera is now just exiting out. But it was just like such a, such a sick performance, man. Are you in a hotel for the week or? Um, no. So they was going to hotel me, but because they said I'm in London, it's, it's not too but bad. But it's an option if yeah. you're out. So Taylor. Taylor got hoteled. Uh, he didn't get hoteled for the week. He got hoteled the day before. So he come down the Monday um, and they hoteled him from the Monday to the, I think it was Wednesday or Wednesday. He was hoteled. Um, but yeah. You found out on the night that you were going to the final? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we found out on the night. Um, it got down to the judge's audition. I mean, judge's Judge's decision. Judge's decision. That was it. And um, 
Yeah, I can't. I remember that. I even thinking about it, my heart beats. Who were you up against? I was up against Amber and Amber and the Collies. The um, dogs. Yeah, yeah. That's always a hard I, one. I know. That's like, a hard I know, one. I know. It was tough. It was so tough. You de- You never want to go know. up against dogs. No. Against dogs. <laughs> because like, I know the UK love dogs. Yeah, and Simon loves dogs. Yeah, Simon loves. Did he dogs. go for them? No. So it was um, obviously Alicia picked us. Oh, of course. Um, David picked us, and then it went down to Amanda, and Amanda said like her kids really loved myself and Taylor, um, but I think she went she went with she went with Amber, and then it was down to Simon, and it was like Simon's the decision decision decision. You must and, have been thinking, oh um, fuck. My heart was beating. My even even talking about it now, I remember it, and my heart's literally jumping right now because I literally remember that feel. That exact feeling was crazy. Like you just, it sounds. So when you're there, the the screams are so much more deafening than when on you listen telly, to it on yeah. TV. So I feel like the screams on TV got died down, but when you're there in the atmosphere, great. Like it was loud. Like Simon was trying to, you couldn't hear him. You could like people screaming. It was going crazy. Who got the biggest screams? You or the Amber? We actually got the biggest screams. Like that might have we, helped. We we so when we got announced. So how they did it for the semi-finals is um, at the start. So at the start they uh, show you who's gonna be in the semi-finals. So when they pick when they do that decision making, they kind of pick who they want, but they don't show anybody who's going to be in they're kind of like picking but you don't no one knows who's going to be in the semis or in the live shows um and then on the day of the the day of the whatever day it is of the semis you get to see who's in so when we was so we all had to bunch up in like this it's like a little square thing but like there's a camera that will turn on us and like they'll they'll be like, Antidec will introduce you, be like, oh yeah, our contestants for the night are they're here. And then they go through the names. And then when Flintster Taylor came on, the screams were crazy. Crazy. But it was, yeah, it's mad. That might have helped. Probably. I don't know. Simon always tends to go yeah, for Yeah, it was mad. It was so mad. If say Simon had gone for Amber yeah. and it was 2-2 two, two. Yeah. what happens then? is it, it goes, Anton Deck? It go, no it goes down to the public vote isn't it a public vote anyway or is it no 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 bottom so two so it goes so bottom two so if it goes to a um, it is it is it is um, generally the votes but when it gets to the bottom two if it's 2-2 two, two, if it's 2-2 two, two, um, then they go to the audience so like whoever voted more got voted more. So we was all in the so for our night, it was me, Taylor, m- myself and Taylor, Ben Nicholas and Amber. We was the top three for that night. So Ben won the night. Um and then the so last two go two. through. Yeah, yeah. So two yeah, go through. Okay. And then um, yeah, so if it gets to a draw by judge's decision, then it's it's that the public the public's vote. So whoever... You never know what the public will go exactly. for. So the public, when I actually look back at it, we would have gone home. Really? Yeah. We would have gone home. They, the pub, by public vote, Amber beat us by just a little bit. 
Do you see the numbers? Yeah, so you get to see the percentage of, of the votes. So just by a little bit, Amber beat us. The public do love dogs. Yeah, yeah. You can't, <laughs> they, I mean, they can't you, argue you, that. You can't, you can't. Yeah, it's mad. You can't. But um, yeah, we would have gone home. But then again, Amber came back as a wild card. Really? She came back as a wild card. So maybe if we did go home, we might have come back as a wild card. But um, yeah. So you get to the final. You, pers- you perform your own song written in the stars? Yeah. Um, I watched this one last night. I said how your semi-final was one of the best yeah. I've seen. The final. Yeah. Huh. Did you so so I read a comment on YouTube of that performance and it said, I don't think he forgot the words. I think he got so emotional. What happened? Yeah. I didn't forget I didn't forget it was it's emotional. There's so much that went on that day. Um, even into the build-up of the finals. So we so when we found out we was going through to the live shows, I said to Taylor, we need a semi-final song and we need a final song as well, just in case, because the turnover so fast. So we made a, we made a final song. I learned it off the back. I knew it just like that. I was super comfortable. Just as comfortable as I was with pressure, was as comfortable as comfortable with that song I wrote. And sent it off to ITV now. And it's coming closer to the time. Um, it's the Friday. Friday. And the, the live shows for finals, Sunday. I've now, they've now come back and said, oh, we thought that they was going to do something a bit more upbeat. Because the, the song that I, we wrote was about heartbreak. So about our ex-girlfriends um, and how we felt, like how they made us feel kind of thing. And, you know, we kind of moved on. Um, and they thought we could do something a bit more upbeat. So last minute, I've had to change the music. I've had to, I had to change the rap. I've had to rewrite the new one. And it was then we have decided, oh, let's write about how we met. So now we've done that. I had to rewrite it. Now I'm here, I have to learn it. But I, Sunday, I'm trying to learn. I mean, Saturday, I'm trying to learn it. I'm not comfortable with it at all. Not comfortable. Sunday is the day now of the show, the live shows. A Saturday before we went, I stayed in the hotel, so they put me in a hotel. So we went out, I went out with like Taylor's family and stuff, we went Nando's. I started getting ill, like I started getting a cold. So Sunday morning now, I've woken up, I've got a cold. I'm coughing, heavy, I'm like, my nose is blocked up, I'm sniffing loads. Gone to try rehearse, I'm like, in mid-rehearsal, I'm coughing. Um, so they put me on vocal rest. Bearing in mind, I'm still not comfortable with this song. I'm ill now. I'm on vocal rest, so I can't even speak. And yeah, not comfortable with the song. So all day now, everyone's trying to chat to me because usually I'm just, I am I can't, not, they say I'm not allowed to speak. I've got this whole fat sign around me saying I'm on vocal rest. So yeah, i got a sign. I have a sign, like a little laminate card that says vocal rest. So everyone, when they see that, everyone knows, yeah, I can't talk. They're not, I'm not supposed to chat. But like, they're not supposed to chat to me. So, all of that. And now, usually the way I deal with stress or, or cope with it is, I, I like to I just joke around. I like to joke around, banter, and just try to keep myself busy. So now, we've done the dress rehearsal. And even in rehearsals on the stage, I'm messing up. I'm messing up. I'm messing up. I, I'm not comfortable with it at all. Um, then... 
we've just we've kind of gone back and then we're chilling and then we've gone like the vo our vocal coach, her name's Annie, she called us back. I had to do like this steam thing to get like the the like all the cold and stuff out. And then we ran through again. Ran through it this time when we was just with her. I got it. I got the song nailed down. It's like, okay, cool. Before we went on stage, ran through it again. I was like, all right, cool. I kind of got it. Now it's obviously live show now. Um, but anyway, I still, you still, I've, everything gets to me and it's the pressure of it's live. And that's what's going through my the head. Like this is, yeah, you'll probably ever. Exactly. And it's like, for me, it's like critical. It's like so critical. So now gone on and done it. And then obviously everything just started. And when you watch the video, if you actually look at my face at the beginning, you can see that I just look so uncomfortable. I look, I generally look, I look uncomfortable compared to how I was in pressure. With that one, I looked so uncomfortable. And um, I just, that was it. Like, everything just got to me. And then, obviously, when I forgot it, I was like, oh. I was like, what do I do? And one side of me was like, walk off, get off the stage, just just walk off. And the other half was like, yeah, no, nah, my family didn't raise a quitter. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to keep going. And then I just put everything into the next verse. Like, every, like to the point where, like, I was rapping, but I was kind of crying on the stage, rapping, because I I put everything into it. And then, yeah, after that, I come off the stage and I, that, I've never felt so, like, deflated in my life. I felt so bad, so, so bad afterwards. Crazy. But yeah. You knew. And I just kind of knew. I was like, I was like, ah, oh, bro, this might have cost. And I just thought, in myself, Taylor was like, bro, Taylor was like, no, it's all quick. Like, he was proper comforting me. He was like, You could tell that. You yeah. could see that. Yeah. And to be fair, like you said, he, he was only meant to be a contributor. So he's got this far with you. He was, no, anyway. but he's, he's, he backed me all the way, yeah. man. He, he was supportive. So, so, so supportive. Even on stage, he was looking at me like, kind of like giving me the look like, bro, you got this. You got this. Yeah, and um, he's a what? He was seventeen at the 17 time. Seventeen at yeah. the time, yeah. And to man. build you, big you up. Yeah, like yeah. He was mental. Just, he literally had me. He's like, bro, just you got this. After he's getting me, he's like, bro, it's fine. Like, trust me, it's it's all good. It's all good. But he said he knew I was gonna feel like crap. And for me, it was more of a thing like I know I've performed better than that. I could perform it, and we saw just, it in yeah, the semis. Yeah, and for me, it just wasn't. I just felt I just kind of let everyone down in that aspect, and. Everything just that at that point, it's just like, yeah. It's, you get off the stage and you think. I got off the stage, and I got everyone ran to me. Everyone ran to me. I, literally, they put me out of the back, and I had so many people run up to me saying, Oh, Flint, are you okay? And then, like, literally, they had to say, Just give us all space, give us a space. So they had to take me to somewhere private just to cool off and compose myself because like, I was feeling like it was, I was proper like, like, proper just, it was getting to me. And I was like, wow. Oh. And then, you know, I tried to make the most of it. And a lot of people said afterwards, they respect me a hell of a lot because they said, despite that, and despite what I was feeling, I come out and I was still taking pictures, still kind of like smiling with people. But like people that knew me were like my boys that came, my a Taylor knew. Um, and some of the people knew, they said, I, I, know, I knew you wasn't okay. But the fact you were still taking pictures, you know, says a lot. And, you know, the fact you're still going out like and trying to and smiling despite knowing full well in the back of your mind you're not okay you know that's credits man and it just showed bad love did you know your time on bgt was ending 
after that? Yeah, after that, I was just like, it is where it is. Like, you know, I, it's, I, I wish sometimes because, and yeah, the next the next day I come out and I and I performed the song to myself. And I got it word for word, word for word, and I was just like, Phew. I said it's one of those things that I think. I, I, I hate me personally. I hate watching that video, but I I can't watch it back. Like no matter how many times people say, no, it's not that bad. Like, I can't watch it back. I generally can't. But I feel like it's probably one of the most iconic things that's on 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 BGT that's actually people remember or people see. One of the videos got eighty four million views or something. It's 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 Crazy. it's mad. Like, I find it nuts. It's so nuts. Like, you've been you've been doing a lot since BGT. Mm -hmm. Most famously is playing football for celebrities. Soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rumor has it that Josh Brocklebank has been running rings around you. Nah, I've been running rings around him. Really? I've, nah, I've had Josh on ropes. Have you? I've had That's Josh not on what he ropes. said last oh, week. Oh, nah, 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 said. nah, nah, nah. I've had Josh on ropes. We, we're going to have to get up the highlights. We're going to have to start getting up highlights. Is there highlights? There's, there's a few highlights, I think. Have you um, done the one at Home Park yet? Did you play in that one? Plymouth. I did play at Plymouth. Yeah, did you? I did yeah, play yeah. at Plymouth. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. meant to be refing that. Is that it? That one, yeah, but I was busy, so. No, that's a, that was a, Plymouth was a mad game. Like, I was there for a while. We, I went to the game where they got promoted. Um, yeah, yeah. Which, was, which one was that? Because I'm an Exeter fan, so. Oh, I forgot. It, was, it was really close to that time, wasn't it? Like, it was, it was. I can't remember who they was playing. But like literally everyone ran out on the pitch. And it was going crazy. But yeah, Josh, yeah, I got Josh. It might have been Huddersfield. No, because they're in the championship, aren't they? It wouldn't be. It might have been like Sheffield Wednesday or someone. Oh, it, was a, it was a home game, literally. Yeah, yeah, I remember it. I can't remember who they was playing because I remember, I think they said Ipswich was playing that the, 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 the same day. Ipswich was playing the same day. I, I can't remember who they was playing. Uh, yeah, you, that, I, I think that might have been like the day before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was, it was yeah. yeah. I can't remember who they was playing, Plymouth was playing, but it was such a good Like I'm not a Plymouth fan, but I felt it. I was like, yo, this is this is this is lit. This is sick. But yeah, nah. Josh, just I got Josh and Rose. Just can't catch me. What else are you doing since BGT? What's the plans for you? Um, literally just working on new music, man. Um heavy, like staying heavy on social media. You doing your own stuff or you still would um, no we're still we're still working as a duo. Still um pushing the duo duo narrative. Um we got a lot of things coming. It's a selling point. Yeah, it. yeah. For us it's it's a you literally a USP man. Um we've got so we built such a good relationship over the last year that like, we've got sitting on so we're sitting on over like 50 songs right now. Um it's just you know right time, right people to see um, and then, you know, if the label's approaching, you know, right, right things coming our way. But I think that's all in timing. I think right now it's just more of heavy on, you know, social media presence. Um, we've actually got like a big show coming up uh, in December. That you can talk about? I say, I don't know. I don't know if we can. I, all I can say is we've got a big show coming out in December. What channel? Um, like a performance. Oh, okay. Performance. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, big performance. Is it? Um, coming out of December. Our own, your our own, own. Your own show. Our own show. Um, we alongside like Alicia or any any nah, no. Um more of just like a yeah, our own like Flint and Taylor headline. 
imagine you and Flinton Taylor and Alicia on like a track. Oh, you rapping be, us doing oh, the chorus. That'd be sick. Yeah, no, we'll go, we'll, it'll go off. One day. Have you spoke to her about it? No, we haven't. We Why? do speak to, we do speak to her from time Why? to time. Why haven't you asked? She pressed the golden know. buzzer. Know, You've got should. her right there. You know what we should? Uh, Alicia, we'll, don't worry, I'll shout Alicia soon, innit? Yeah, hopefully she sees this and wants to come on this podcast. Share it out to her, share it out to her. We have um, a closing tradition on this podcast. Quick fire question. What three things are you grateful for right now? Family, health, and... Um, oh. It's always the third one that gets people. Yeah. Family, health. What else am I? I'm going to say just like basic things, family, health, and being able to have a roof over my head, you know, good things I'm great because not many people do. So yeah, grateful for that. And it's a shame we couldn't get Taylor on because I know we were speaking, weren't know, we? about man, it's a shame. It's hopefully. A shame. What no, hopefully did you say? He just gone back to Birmingham? He's, yeah, he's literally on his way back to Birmingham. That's um, sad. We got like a party to go to this weekend, so he needs to Up pick up some more bits. Up um, there or well, down here? Uh, down here. Down here, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, man. Hopefully, Taylor, you come back. You come back to come down. <laughs> Flint, I mean? it's been a pleasure, mate. It's been a pleasure, man. Thank you. Thank you, bro.